that put us in a den. You know, we talked about jailers last week, you know, the things that jail us. But we too, we jail ourselves. I also took our time to talk about external jailers, the things that jail us externally. These are the things that put a dent to our capacity and everything that ought to make us great. And today I'm going to talk about the jailers of a nation, the things that jail a nation. It's going to be an explosive message. I'm going to be breaking down things that jail a nation. The number one thing that jail nations, especially on the African continent and other nations that are underdeveloping or not doing well, is greed. It is greed that makes the leadership of any nation capture the state for their own selfish benefits. And might I just add, uh, I got a lot of calls yesterday, please, INEC in Lagos, do something. A lot of people feel disenfranchised, they can't get their PVCs. And also on the political and national development segment today, we have a lot to talk about. Well, somebody said he tried transferring his PVC from Gagada and it was very problematic. So we need to work on that, INEC. Today is the deadline, I hear, if, if my memory serves me right, people should be given their PVCs, please. And you can also call me and tell me if you've gotten yours or not as we hit that deadline. So like I said, greed is the number one thing that jails a nation. Greed and personal self-aggrandizement that makes people want to capture the state for themselves. They want all the best things. They want to be able to get wealth and seed generational wealth for themselves. If you look around the African continent, one of the things that have debilitated the African prospect is the jailer mentality of the first colonial leaders. People that thought about how to take the state for their own personal gains. And when you check through the trajectory of history, it's always been that way. And you see, most of these internal jailers that jail their nation always does it in connivance with the West. I'll give you an instance. A man called Stalin Morton, many years ago, discovered the vastness of the Congo. There were other people too that explored the Congo. People like Petro Paulo de Braza. That's why the capital of Congo Brazzaville is named Brazzaville in memory of Petro Paulo de Braza. And when you look at the Congo, the first problem with the Congo was the fact that after Stanley Morton discovered the part, he also ceded it to King Leopold of Belgium. And when King Leopold got it, he put people handicapped in the country. He used the country for his own personal benefit because the country is so vast. Congo is one of the biggest African countries today. 
and he took all the resource. And even after the Berlin conference, the resource was left with him because he largely fought for the Congo after the Berlin conference. And guess what? Afterwards, even when Congo fought for independence, he still manipulated and the external jailers came into jail Congo, the West. So despite the independence, they still use people internally to scuttle the prospects of the country. Tell you what, you have to get this message down because this is the most powerful message you ever hear in the month of February. I'm talking about jailer mindsets. And when they scuttled the prospect of Congo, guess what happened? Even when they had freedom fighters like Lumumba, Patrice Lumumba, they were killed because there were other people that were ready to work with the standard jailers for their own selfish benefits. Then the standard jailers finally made a collaboration with a certain man called Joseph Mobutu. Joseph Desiree Mobutu. Then this man captured his own country because of his own greed and self-aggrandizement. And you see, people like this will take their own country and put it in their own pockets and will not make it do well as long as they can do well. And he did it until he was booted out in 97 in the coup and Lauren Kabila came in. And watch the sequence. See, in the trajectory of jailer mentality, it is so easy for the first freedom fighters to become jailers of their people. Mobutu became so big in connivance with other Western countries against his own people that at some point he extended his own name. He gave himself a new name. He called himself Mobutu Kukungenu Wazabanga. But he couldn't have done this jailing his own country and state capturing his own country without the support of external partners. So there's a community of jailers, all because of personal greed. And that's why I tell you, the kind of content we put out here on VOP is the best you can ever hear on a radio station. On Sunday morning, you can never hear the gospel of God served to you with modern realities, laced with historical context and understanding for your mental emancipation. So Mobutu did it in connivance with the West. He became so powerful. He got what he wanted. And you see, when external jailers, when jailers are jailing you, they do things and they make it look as though you're doing you a favor. One of the biggest boxing fights was brought to Zaire then Zaire would have also laid claim to massive development because a world 
boxing championship was bought to their country. Mobusu took the glory, but he was, he was pilfering the states. Until Lauren Kabila took over in a coup. In fact, Mobutu was so prominent that he used the money for the state to build one of the longest runway in his own village of Badolite. The runway could land the Concord. Many white elephant projects here and there. You know why? Because it is the greed and self-aggrandizement jailer mentality. It is what I call the letasemwa mentality. I'm talking about jailers of a nation. While the other people of Congo were suffering, while Congo became a poster child for illogicality, because there's a saying that when logic ends, Congo begins. As the people were suffering, Mobutu was feeding fat. And that happens to most nations. That happens even to you in your personal life. You are working so hard for somebody, they are feeding fat and eating everything. <clears throat> at your own expense and they're also trying to put you down and they act like they do you a favor i pray for you this morning you will cross every red sea in your life because there are some people that your your nearest and dearest have become your red sea so he kept on feeding facts then Lauren Kabila, too, was killed. Then his son, Joseph Kabila, became leader. Joseph Kabila came in also with a mindset to also take the state. He, too, now became president for another 15 years or thereabouts. Until power changed hands recently to Tishekedi. So when you look at Congo with vast mineral resource, the country can still get off the ground because there are a lot of jailers. Who is a jailer? Somebody that takes your resource and put you in jail. And that's why Bob Marley said we need to emancipate ourselves from mental slavery. So now, Congo is just trying to get on its feet, but it's got vast natural resource. And when you look at it, that's the problem of Africa. I can go to Central African Republic. Kasavubu, the same thing. Then there became a leadership squabble between Andrzej Patasi and Francois Bozizé. And as that goes on, you see, and when jailers try to start jailing mindsets of people, 
they now use the sentiments that divide people to prey on the people. They use religion. They use tribes. And that's why, please, I advise Nigerians, do not fight yourselves. Keep peace. Because people will use tribe and religion to divide you. If you fight yourself, you'll be the biggest loser. All the ethnic fights should stop. Everybody should come together as one. Because you see, jailers use ethnic divisions to divide people. Are we, are we on there? They use ethnic divisions to divide people. Look at what became. Look at what became. Of Central African Republic. They now had factional group. Antibalaka. Christian and other Muslim militia started to fight each other. And this is after the political class have been able to destroy the prospect of the people. After the political class has dwindled the prospect of the people. After you've had rivalries between Francois Bozizé and Jay Patassé. Now the country is struggling to settle. So when you look at the mindsets, it's a jailer mindset. It becomes problematic. And when it becomes problematic, then nothing comes out of it. Nothing comes out of it. Because when people start to see themselves as only greedy for themselves to be able to enrich themselves, then you have big problems. Because some of them are tokenist in their approach doesn't mean they are necessarily good. I remember when uh, a certain Gaddafi, Mr. Gaddafi, kicked out King Idris from Libya. Oh, a lot of people said redemption. Because, you see, people that jail people mentally also use the chance to act as freedom fighters first. A lot of people say, oh, it was, it was time to leave. It was time to leave. It was time to leave. It was time to leave the monarchy in Libya. They kicked out King Idris. But Gaddafi kept on enriching himself. Some people argue that he still did for the people. But it doesn't make him more superior than others.
So when you look at the trajectory, it is always the case. Because the leadership is trying for his own greed and interests that are bound to take preeminence and dominance at the expense of the people. And the only way the people plays into their hands is when they fight each other. Because they know that the easiest way to divide the people is to sow seed of discord and rancor in the minds of the people. So if you fight yourself, your Muslim brother is your brother. Because the Muslim doesn't change anything. Your Christian brother is your brother because the Christian doesn't change anything. Your Yoruba, Igbo, Efik, Bibio, Tiv, Hausa, Fulani brother is your brother. Suffering doesn't know tribe. Suffering doesn't select race. But you see, the jailer mentality, look for your differences and exploit them to cause chaos. And that's why, please, don't go and burn banks because of the scarcity now of the currency. The banks, too, should ensure that they make the logistic work and people should please calm things down because we can't afford for trouble in our country now. I beg you, we need to calm things down. Hopefully this week things will be better. Because jailers prey on the divisions of people. And it happens. Look at Zimbabwe. I take you to the country of Zimbabwe. Robert Mugabe over the years campaigned against the British colonials. They kicked against the country being named Rhodesia. Mugabe, after fighting in the bushes, finally became the leader. It was a lovely day when he was declared leader. But guess what? The same thing Mugabe fought about against, he became the jailer of Zimbabwe. And he stayed so long in power, committing a lot of atrocities. The ZANU-PF were heroes too at a point. But now they've ridden their country with corruption. Zimbabwe and Mugabe found it difficult to be able to walk with the likes of the Morgan Shangara of blessed memory. Even Thomas Nkomo. And guess what happened? It only took a palace coup brought about by the military chief, Chiwenga. And day two, they installed somebody from their faction called Emerson Managagua. But till date, Zimbabwe has not still been liberated because the people still live in poverty. So when you see the prospect of Africa as a con continent, it's always been the story of jailers. 
And also in Zimbabwe, they play the Shona and then the Bele card. They release the race cards. So it is not today that leaders that have greed and that jailers play the race card to favor them. So be careful. I keep begging. Don't fight yourselves. In the election, whatever is won and lost, we need to focus on building our country. Don't fight. Because if you fight yourself, oh my God, the leaders love the chaos. They love it when you fight. They love it when Yoruba fight Ibu, Ausa fight Yoruba. Don't do that. Come together. The reason why they've been able to capture Africa is because Africans don't come together. We are divided along tribal lines. And that's even what the colonial master used to bait us. Because for you to be free from the jailer mentality, we need to come together, despite our differences. Is it Cameroon I want to talk about? After independence, a hero. Then what did he do? They wanted to balance religious balance. So he gave a Paul Bia, but Paul Bia has not left there. It's 89. While the people are suffering, that's why there's a conflict, a war going on in Cameroon. Ambazonia people want to pull out. What is the race card being played? The English speaking part of Cameroon and French speaking parts. Also, there's German extraction because Cameroon was shared a lot by the colonial powers at the expense of an average Cameroonian. Is the Equatorial Guinea so much wealth? Tedro Biang was captured, jailed his own country for his own personal aggrandizement. So it is the personal greed that makes it easy for these people to capture. And they also have interest, business interest, with foreign local partners. And that's why you should be careful. It is your unity that can stop the capturing of the African continent with jailer mindset. And be careful also, freedom fighters, because they also tend to now seize the freedom they fought for. But if you read Frank Fanon, he has said that you're oppressed. Before you know it too, we start oppressing others. And that's why you need a mental purge every time. But that's why people must come together and not fight. This election, there must be peace. You must not fight anybody. Because fighting causes distraction, causes chaos. Nigeria will not see war. We will see peace. Election is no war, it is peace, it is harmony. 
You choose whoever you want to choose as your candidate. But you keep speaking towards the development of your nation. Is it Ghana? But people too were used. Foreign influence used against him. Some say he started having the jailer mentality, suppressed his own opposition, and the military took over. And Krakotoka, the name goes on and on. Then flat left Roger Rollins took over, led the country, Akufo. John Kufo, Kufo Ado, the incumbent, John Mahama. But still, yet you can see what the Ghanaian people are suffering high inflation. Because when you don't look in words, Africa can use its own resource to develop its own continent, but it needs good leadership. And how do you build good leadership? Respect for the citizenry. You must not have a continent where the jailers think they can just use money to take everything. You must be careful. Is it Malawi I want to talk about? Hastings Kamuzu Banda. Led for so long, became a jailer. Took it to himself. Then afterwards, there's been change of leadership. The Bingo Wa Mutarika. He too started having the jailer mindset. After so long, here's what happened. Peter Mutarika. Then there was a little interregnum with Joyce Banda, then Peter Mutarika came in. Then even the recent leader, that a lot of people is a pastor and all of that, but you can still see some bad decisions being made. And a lot of people had prospects about Malawi. But what happened? Some bad decisions being made. And the truth has to be told. It is this same mindset. It's this same mindset, the jailer mindset, the fact that when you go to power, when you go into power, it's a privilege to be able to bless and uplift people. And with all the hope and prospects, a lot of people have for Pastor Lazarus Chiquera, it's become problematic. So it's everywhere. Is it Kenya we want to talk about? Those that did the Mau Mau uprising. Jomo Kenyatta benefited from that. And after Jomo Kenyatta, 
Daniel of Moed that appropriated most of the land in Kenya to himself, ruled the iron hand. And you see, when jailers give you tokenist measures, they just do something out of token. It doesn't mean they totally... Anybody that is truly passionate about his country must be able to bring about free flow of good leadership and good succession for his country. Arab Moya led for so long. The Moy Kibaki. Then you remember how elections were disputed along the Rift Valley region. You remember that fight? Raila Odinga. And that went on. And you remember, you see how Uhuru Kenyatta, Raila Odinga, I mean, uh, William Ruto, they fell out. Now, today, after election had been won and lost, Ruto too, the fight is on now. Now the story in Kenya is Ruto wants to collect taxes from all the past leaders that didn't pay taxes. Some people are saying it's politically motivated at the expense of the development of the African continent. Between 1958 to 1990, Africa had over 110 coups. Why? Jailer mentality, trying to subjugate one another. If you were to share military coups across all the African countries, at least some countries had two. Even Ivory Coast, that was a bastion of stability. There was a leader too that, that loomed large, Felix Ofegwanye. When Ofegwanye died on the 7th of December 1993, what happened? Instability, military interregnum, then they had elections that led to civil war. Lisan Watara and Bagbo. The country is trying to bounce back on its feet, but look at that. That was Ivory Coast used to be touted as the only stable African outlook country. Why are we fighting each other in Africa? Because of the jailer mindset that comes from greed. When God gives you power, it's to impact people's life, not to aggrandize us. How much money can you spend in your lifetime? It is not for you to think of the life your children will live. Live good legacies that it will be relevant in their lives. Is it Togo we want to talk about? Is Vanus Olympio? Then you have the Ayadamas. Nasimbe Ayadama led the country for so many years. It even moved on to his own Furu Ayadama. One country, one man being family line 
Now they even pass it on to children. It's a jailer mindset. Just like I hear what's happening in Cameroon. That's Paul Bia's son that's pretty much running the country. No. As a leader, what you can do is do your best for eight years like the constitution permits you and bring about good elections and leave a legacy and walk away. But here we don't know how to walk away. We need to take, 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 take things that we can't spend. All the land, Danny, Arab Moye, in Kenya appropriated from himself. Didn't he leave the land? The Yorubas have a saying, Nobody owns the land. It is God that owns the land. We will all leave the land and go. I keep telling people about my dad since he's been buried. He couldn't even stay in his room again. The only, the only piece of land you have is six feet deep. So all the mansions you have, you can't. You know, some people even bury people in the house. Does it make you live in the house? It's still a space you take. So why appropriate so much with the jailer when those much can be used to help other people that are suffering? God has created more than enough to meet human need, not human greed. Look at South Africa. Oh, the colonials colonized for so much. Appetite. Then a certain young man called Priestley Isaac Asama set up the African, one of the founders of the National National Congress. Then the struggle came on. Mandela, 27 years in prison, released 11 February 1990 from Victor Vestair Prison. He tried to mend this country. But look at the other people that came up after him. Look at Zuma. And they always think they are doing you a favor. I will take one or two calls, then I will interview my first guest today, Reno. This is a powerful.